gone well. Oh, oh, that's not gone well, has it? No. Hello and welcome <clears throat> to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System podcast. I'm Anna Harding. A borada, Ali Dewey, a Cresso, the Bailey and Harding Ultra Running podcast. Ultra Running Sound System podcast. Hey, I'm doing my intro Welsh today. Is there no Welsh word for ultra or sound system? There probably is, but I haven't got that far on Duolingo yet. Oh, I'm okay. still at rookie stage and I'm introducing it in Welsh because it's Dragon's Back Week and I'm very excited. Yeah, it is. Are you dot watching? Yes, I am. It's only day two because it's Tuesday today. So um, yesterday was a very, very hot day. Uh, you're looking at Robin Cassidy for the ladies. She's great. And um, I'm I'm all in for John Shields for the guys. I like John Shields a lot. Is he the one that came in on the first day in like seven hours or something? No, no, no. He came second. I believe he came second. Okay. I haven't checked my dots this morning, but I will be. Uh, and um, yeah, it's just, I just, oh man. It's funny, funny old thing that I feel very weird about it because obviously I fucked it up last year. I didn't fuck it uh, up. I went and did the world's greatest recce last year and I um, didn't manage to finish. And uh, so I feel kind of sad and like a loser. But then I'm going back next year and I'm just, so I've decided not to feel sad and like a loser. I've decided to feel excited and to watch everybody having a nice time. It's hot. They're having a hot one, which I'm kind yeah. of jealous of. Uh, but that's why that's why I'm being Welsh. How are you, Anna Harding? You look a bit like a snot, you look like snotmageddon's hit you in the face. It has. It's just come and smacked me in the face and then gone, ha happy fucking birthday, dickhead. <laughs> um yeah uh, for my birthday i got covid and um, i don't think it is covid i have done a i've done a covid test because i had some knocking around because uh, i have to like see real life people and i don't want to give them covid um but i have been shut away in my house in my bedroom for the last two days um feeling sorry for myself snotting everywhere this is not how i expected to feel three and a half weeks out from my big race so i'm feeling pretty shitty about it we do really need some like sad piano beds to go underneath these things. I think this is great. Yeah. This is great. Do you want to know why? Because it's a good time to get it because at least it's not the week of. Fucking yes, it is. Now, I know yeah. it's annoying that you had your birthday in bed and not for good reasons. And I know that <laughs> it is rubbish, but let's try and like butter this yeah. toast on the side that's not got dog hair on. That's a new saying from me. <laughs> Butter this toast on the side that's not got dog hair yes. on. And yes. <laughs> such a good saying. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and, that's, and to do that, we're going to say it's three weeks out from this big race. And so your body is expunging any bits of shit out of itself in, in early on mm. in order for you to mm. be able to have a lovely, delightful, wonderful race day free of snotmageddon yeah so this is episode 16 of the pod and when we first started it was really near to the beginning of the training block of joy and I remember like week two of the pod or something I was full of snot as well and I was getting really annoyed because I was like this is not how I wanted to start the training block of joy so I've been ill twice in 16 weeks let's say that's a bit rubbish isn't it yeah that is really rubbish I mean I think it didn't help that I spent a lot of time like traveling so I, I've probably picked this up from the plane on the way back from um, UTMB, I think. Planes are just germ was... holes and all those fucking UTMB people are full of them, full of germs. They're just germ, they're just germ factories. Um, honestly, I think you're absolutely right. That and also um, gen pop, as you like to call them, because you work with the general population. They give you things. They give you snot worms and things like that and cough worms. I don't see anybody. I live in my house with my dog, so I don't have anything except for ticks and fleas. That's and that they're the, you yeah. can deal with them. Uh, so, um, yeah. oh man, I'm sorry. It was just, yeah, it's not bomb. Never mind. Never mind. And hey, do you know what's the worst thing about having a cold? It's 30 degrees outside, so I just feel hot and clammy and gross. Is it 30 today? Yeah, but you live in the north, Ali, so take a couple of degrees off. Ah, oh, yeah, it's only 10 degrees here. No, it's not really. I'll have a look. <laughs> it's really north racist. The north is beautifully warm, actually. Thank you very mm. much. You're making assumptions about the north. I lived in the north for seven years. Norther than you. Norther? Okay. okay. It's it, it's high of 23 degrees today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. But sunny. Sunny, 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 sunny. I'm excited. I'm going to go running off this. I'm doing a fast road run. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to do some intervals today, but genuinely, I'm not, I'm not going today. I, there's no, point. 
it doesn't sound like you're going today. So let's do a little feature creature, the creature of feature, the feature creature, win, Grim, get in the bin. Go on then, what's your win? What's my win? Oh, guess what I've got into? I've gone in a ballot and I've gone and only gone and got a place at the Lakeland 100. What? Congratulations! Yeah. I know, and I'm like, how hard is it to get a place at the Lakeland 100? I don't know, it's, not, it's hardly Western States, is it? Well, no, but... I mean, to the point where I wasn't aware that there was a ballot system for the Lakeland 100 until this week when everyone was like, oh, no, no, I knew before you just told me then. But yeah, it's clearly a hotly contested race. How many people do it? Lots. Yeah, clearly. I kind of feel tempted to say like 500, but that's me literally plucking numbers out of the air. Okay. The reason I want to do it, I'm not, I've never like followed it or been like, it's a bucket list race because I remember people talking about it. Like yeah. back in the day, like eight, nine years ago when I first started, oh, Lakeland 100, oh, you can't do that. And uh, then I've done loads of running in the Lake District recently, and I've got quite into the Lake District recently. And um, then my friend Kirsty did it last year, and I just thought that looks really good because it looks just looks good. It's a good route. It's, it's hard. It's pretty. It's a good time of year. It's July. And so, yeah, so I just entered the ballot and then I just got in. I'm kind of hoping this happens with Western States as well. You've been influenced, haven't you, by your mate? Mm. I've been absolutely. Andy Berry. By Alan. His name's Alan. Alan Barry. Andy Berry. Yeah, some people call him Andy Berry, but that's not his name. It's Alan Barry. Yeah, I have. He won, obviously. So did you see how he won? Did you see his win? Came down. Did he win because he finished it faster than anybody else? No, it came down to like the last mile. There was a race in the last mile. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, yeah, look, first place. 20 minutes and three seconds, Andy Berry. Second place, Jarleth McKenna. The 20 minutes. Did I say 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Took him 20 minutes to run 100 miles. The man's a beast. 20 hours. Oh, that's the shame. 20 hours and three minutes. If he'd got a wriggle on, he could have done sub 20. I know. He's not very good. <laughs> 20 hours and three minutes. Then Jarleth McKenna came second in 20 hours and 14 minutes. Close. That's close. Over a hundred miles. That's bloody close. I love a hundred mile like sprint finish race. <laughs> sprint finish. So sometimes at the Centurion races on North Downs Way and South Downs Way, they finish on a track. And there was one time, I think it might be South Downs Way, where the race was on the track. Yeah. And it was like, this is incredible. Oh my like, god. It's so exciting because it's such a long. And yeah, these are people that are doing it like 16, 15, 16 hours yeah. of racing, yeah, like yeah, going yeah. at six minute miles to like try and beat each other at the end of 100. No. So cool. No. So, and Sabrina Verge yeah, was like, first female. Of course she was. 23 hours. Yeah, it's, it's quite a hard race. That's rapid over that terrain. Bear in mind, she's done, she did every single Wainwright in the Lake District in five days and like however many hours it was. She, yeah. holds, she holds the record for that. She knows um, the Lake District like the back of her bloody hand, that woman. I know. So uh, I think Kirsty came 10th or 9th. Uh, and she, Kirsty came she's not, 9th. She's not very good. Uh-huh. So, but, but, yeah, I was really slow. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, she was really slow. She was 10 hours behind the winner. Bloody hell, Kirsty. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? Like, you look at these times and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm a 24-hour, 100-mile runner, so that should be okay. Oh, nope. God, no, nope, nope, no. Nope, then nope. add, like, 10 hours, at least. Yeah. Uh, a girl who ran the Azores with me and a lot of other people, um, when we did Tribe Run for Love 260 over five days, Jodie, she came third, and she got, like, a special prize because she's done it three years in a row, five years in a row, three years in a row. Ooh. You get, like, a special thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. You get those at Centurion as well, if you do their hundreds, yeah. if you do, like, a thousand uh, miles in hundreds or something. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so so basically, next year, my year, my running year, yeah, is spicy. It's, a, it's like a spicy meat now. Well, that's quite nice, actually, because, do you know, we had some questions early on in the pod, and it was like, hey, Ali and Anna, how do you plan your year? Well, it's September now, and I feel like September is, like, the time where you do start then looking forward to next year and booking stuff in and like working out what's going to fit where and like what races you can enter it may be even earlier than September it's back to school we've got our pencil cases our new ones our fluffy ones and we've yeah. got our new books yeah. and we're like writing down all of our hopes and dreams for next year and our groovy chick pens yeah 
Remember them? Yeah. I love, love those. <laughs> but what I would say as well is that there's a load of shit on social media at the moment where they're like, oh, September, hard reset. It's like happy new year, but September, because we're seeing as it like a new year, but not new year, new me. And it's just all bullshit. And it's like, what? it's not. I'm sorry. It's just a really good time to like plan your races for next year. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying new year, new me, September. How about September hard fuck off uh-huh. for influencers? <laughs> just a hard no for influencers. A hard no. Yeah, it's a hard no. Oh, I'm going to start calling October October. <laughs> right, just say no to any. Why don't you just do November? November. <laughs> October. Just no, no December. No, um, no December. Just no. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darling. I can't laugh. I can't laugh. Okay. It, I, I think you're funny, but I can't laugh today. I'm just going to mute myself. Funny looking. Hey, me and Anna are both wearing hats today. I'm wearing my Centurion running uh, yellow overachieving baseball cap, which makes me, we decided, look like, I sort of look like one of Good Charlotte after they've been arrested coming out of an LA hotel in Barris. Yeah. Um, and then Anna was like, oh, I just put a hat on. And she's put a fucking Ron Hill black hat on that makes her look like a Kardashian going to Whole Foods. So she looks amazing. And I look this is just like there should be a mugshot for me somewhere. This is just my mandatory kit hat because it folds up. It's got a foldable peak, so you can fold it in half really, really tiny and put it in your pack. It looks good. Mine is a stupid trucker cap, so for wow. driving fucking trucks or for driving trucks or being a drug dealer. One of one or the other. Nice. Right, so that's my win. What's your win? Well, I mean, we only caught up on Friday. Like, let's just put this into perspective. I I obviously knew the pod was coming and I have done some research and I have done, I've written some notes and there is a document. Ooh. But between Friday and Tuesday and being sick for like three of those days and then today is one of the other days, I feel like there wasn't a lot of room for wins this week. There is. The win is you're sick. That's the win. You're sick well, really far away from the race. Yeah, that and that'll do. That'll do. My, I like, I've had a lovely, like, lovely time. I had my birthday, and my birthday was lovely. And I saw my sister, and we had a chat about the training Ooh. that she has not done for the half marathon. I played her a bit of the podcast, and she got really angry. I probably shouldn't have done that. I played her the bit of the podcast where I was explaining that she asked me to sign up to a half marathon. And I signed up to the half marathon, paid the man the money for the half marathon. And then she told me that she hadn't trained but what she did say to me was like I have run I have like I just haven't trained told you she's smack talking you so I I feel like I should take it back a little bit my my anger at her but like she hasn't trained I yeah and it's fine we're just gonna go and run and have a nice time are you running together yes affirmative they will be running together affirmative we will be running together there's an official statement been released from anna harding uh and that is yes uh, and jane will be running together so um there was because we put this up on the old ultra sound system pod instagram good god that kicked off didn't it flipping bizarre well Gemma said the thing was we put it up before the actual episode before the contact so Gemma said if they haven't trained then no you definitely need the discussion beforehand if you've agreed to help them as it's their first time at that distance that's fine but otherwise run your own race Marie said have the discussion beforehand and then she listened to the episode and then said I've just listened it's different if they made you do it and didn't train I'd be well annoyed and then Ben said, drop them like it's hot. Drop them like it's hard. Drop them like it's hard. Drop them like, like... And if your sister's not training enough, drop her like it's hard. 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 Is that playlist worthy though? I love that song. Also, it has a line in it. You like this train, you like these ice cubes, you like these ice creams, and ice creams are a type of trainer. So I think that we can put it on the playlist. Okay, it's going on. It's going yeah. on. So, yeah, I think just to clear up this unwritten rules of running thing, I kind of said that Jane hadn't trained. She seems to think that she has run at least once <laughs> or more. In her life. No, no, since we last ran together in Easter. So, yeah, uh, maybe a, maybe an apology is owed. I'll let you know. I'll feed it back once we've done the race. She's going to chick the shit out of you. I swear to God. She she's going she? to drop you like you're hot. I know. Well, I've only been doing slow running because I'm doing an ultra. So you're going to be Snoop to her Pharrell on that oh, track. God, God. Mm. But yeah, so my win is anyway. Uh, it was my birthday. I had a nice time, and I got some lovely things. I got. Did you get uh, any good presents? Did you get any good presents? Did you get any good presents? Did you get any good presents? Got a bouquet of flowers from my wife, aka Ali. My wife. 
Me and Anna aren't really married. We just like to put that out there. We aren't in a relationship, a relationship of any sort, apart from a relationship of pod. And um, we just I'm like friends. to put that out there. And we are friends and colleagues. colleagues. Friends and colleagues. Did you get anything for your birthday? There wasn't flowers. Oh, I did. I got some lovely flowers in the post. And I joked to Neil that they were from my other boyfriend. And then when I opened, opened them up, it turns out they were from They're my from wife. wife. From... Yeah. Did you get anything else good? Did you get like a toy? Excuse me? Like a skip it or something, like a good toy for your birthday. You know, like you can see really good presents for you. Um, so I got three boxes of tea. You know, Yorkshire tea, do the jam one, the biscuit one, Ooh, and yeah. do a bedtime yeah. one. So you can tell that you're 36 when your best friends buy you three boxes of tea and a box of biscuits and a voucher for the local bookshop. Tea and biscuits. Tea and biscuits. Tea and biscuits. No. In Welsh. In Welsh. Hey. Um, yeah, so I got tea and biscuits and a book voucher. And I got some a biscuits. book voucher. Who got a book voucher? My my besties. Oh, cute. Love it. Tea, biscuits, and a book voucher. My mother bought me uh some biscuits that are called Anna's Thins. That's passive aggressive yeah. mother babe. Anna's not thin. But these biscuits are. Biscuits funny, Anna. Look at them funny, aren't they? I hadn't thought of that. Oh, I've just put. In a, just, I'm really cross now. I've just opened another can of Harding family worms. She won't be thin enough till she's eaten all those, will she? <laughs> oh, Mum, you are a one. <laughs> oh. And then maybe your mum's the troll. Oh, uh, are we going down that? that I mean, that's. <laughs> are we going in? Going into that little troll hole? No, no, we're not. We're not giving the troll any 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 airtime whatsoever. But I would like to eastenders style yeah. music but anyway and it turns out she's mother and she's like i'm doing it for your own good to harden you yeah. up yeah no i don't think so that's a black mirror episode anyway anyway um i think when you get to a certain age your birthday it doesn't really matter anyway so just as long as you're surrounded by the people that you love and you have a nice time and then you and you get to stay in bed all day which you did uh being forced to and you drink the milk and eat the creme fraiche before the day of birth exactly you need to make sure that you eat and drink all of the food that's going to go off for your birthday I had a very very funny yeah. message about that on the old dms which i'll go into after this remind me okay what's your grim i haven't got a grim but i've got to get in the bin oh, okay well i've got a grim because it's only been three days and we've had such beautiful weather and i've been running in the peaks and i've been like oh it's been so beautiful but I gave up smoking four weeks ago. I still haven't had a cigarette. Check me out. Smoke free. Well done. I didn't like to ask. I didn't want to be like that person that's like reminding you. I am like on it, like a carb on it, yeah. right? I've started to have really weird dreams. A bit like I did when I gave up drinking. So I started to have very weird dreams when I gave up drinking. And my dreams have been centering around running. So my get in the bin is running dreams. Dreams about <laughs> running that give you like anxiety about running. So this oh, no. dream in particular, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to be a boring dream person. It was very vivid. I was at, when I used to work in the music industry, you might you might remember this, working in radio. Sometimes mm. you would go to a event, like the Brits or something, and yeah. there'll be v- various VIP areas. And you would yeah. be invited into the VIP area if you're VIP enough and given a goodie bag and you'd be walking around yeah. with a goodie bag. You'd be a like, lanyard. Lanyards. Look at me, I'm the big I am. But secretly, deep down inside, you had terrible imposter syndrome and an alcohol problem, and it was just awful. Anyway, but you pretended it was okay. In the stream, I was in this massive house at a wedding and there were loads of running people, and they're all dressed in suits. And I was like, oh, and I have really bad imposter syndrome. I was like, I shouldn't be here. Someone offered me a drink, and I had a drink. Somebody Ooh. offered me a cigarette, and I had a cigarette. And I was like, Ooh. oh, fuck. But I was like, oh, I feel so nervous. I'm just going to do this. Then I walked into this. They were like, oh, come into the gifting suite. So I walked into this gifting suite, and they were, lo- <laughs> do you know what they were gifting? What were they gifting? Soft flasks. But like the soft flasks were like Rolexes. So they were opening these massive boxes. And there was like lights underneath the soft flasks. They're like, oh, this is the Hydropack 46291. Uh, and it's got this. And I'm like, ooh. And they're oh like, we'd God. like to gift you this Hydropack because we think that you're great. And I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you so much. And there's Hydropacks and Salomon flasks with filters and bladders. The bladders were like in these great big glass cabinets, like whiskeys, like 100 year old whiskeys. Did any of them have black mold in them? No. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but the whole time I was walking around and some of my clients were there yeah. they were like runners the clients that my clients were like famous runners but when I woke up I felt terrible I'd been smoking and drinking but also I was really chuffed that I had this massive bag of gifted soft flasks even though I don't use soft flasks and you don't actually have them it was very 
fucking weird. And I don't have them. That is really weird. So they can get in the bin, these three, because I've had them before races. I've had like, anxiety yeah. dreams about races before races. So I'm going to put up a post that asking the question, what's the weirdest running dream that you've ever had? Yeah, I'm I'm struggling to recall off the top of my head, but um, stay tuned and I'm sure I'll find something. Yeah, we'll come back to you. Yeah, always do. My anxiety dreams around work and radio are always that it's like two minutes to the hour and I need to read a news bulletin and like I haven't got a script and I've got to like make it up on the spot or something or like run to the studio because I'm down the other end of the building or something. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, very, very anxiety inducing. Oh, is it? it? Sounds like just like what BBC yeah. do generally, though. They just sort of make it up on the spot. <laughs> oh, no, that will make us look bad. Say something else. Right. My get in the bin. Yeah, kind of follows on from last week, but I did have two last week and I thought that three was too many. So I, I split them. My get in the bin for this week is people who don't follow rules. Whoa, hang on a minute. Because I feel like we're rule breakers. No, especially at races. So people yeah. who don't read the instructions beforehand, people who don't bring the mandatory kit and go, yeah, no one's going to check it anyway. It's not whether people are going to check you for your mandatory kit. The mandatory kit is there to keep you safe, not to be annoying and carrying it around. People who don't read the instructions that tell you where, actually, Jim Walmsley can get in the bin because on the instructions for pinning your bib at UTMB races, it says you have to pin it low down on your T-shirt and he was wearing a fucking triathlon belt with it around his waist. And that is against the rules. Is it against the rules? Does it say the rules explicitly don't wear a triathlon belt? It says on the envelope when you pick up your bib, there are two examples of putting your bib on your T-shirt with ticks and two examples of it, like on your back and round your waist with a cross. I'm speechless. I am mad. The big question is, should Jim Wormsley be DQ'd (laughs) from... I was about to say the Barclay Marathons from UTMB for wearing his triathlon belt. But I know this has come from a different place, this rule breaky thing. I don't like rule breakers. I am new a fan of them, especially with mandatory kit. I hate them. This isn't a bash Jim Wormsley um, get in the bin, actually. Bash Jim Wormsley. Bash Jim Wormsley. <laughs> Let's no. get him on the pod of bashing. No, this is more about this is more about people who don't respect race rule. I am a stickler for rules. I follow rules to the T, and I always have done. That's the kind of person that I am. Maybe it's because I'm a Virgo. Maybe it's because I'm super organised, or maybe it's a little bit of ADHD. I don't know. I thought you were going to say maybe it's because I'm a virgin. A virgin. Yeah, well done. People who like rock up at races and you go, oh, um, you know, on the mandatory kit says to have such and such. Do you think this is okay? And they go, I didn't even bring that. I didn't even bother bringing one of those. And they like show off about the fact that they they haven't adhered to the mandatory kit. And just one more time, one more time for the people at the back, mandatory kit isn't there so that you have to lug a load of kit around with you on a race. It's there for your own safety to the point where like on some races, I think that some mandatory kits a bit light and I'm like, actually, yeah, great. I'll take all of the things that they tell me to take. But I'm going to take all my other hill kit stuff as well. But then people are like, Anna's got everything in there, including the fucking kitchen sink. Mm." The definition of mandatory, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, is required by law or mandate. Compulsory. It's compulsory. It's not optional. It's compulsory. And I think until you have been in a situation, and I hope that you are never in a situation where you need to use a bivvy bag or a whistle or or waterproof trousers... You won't understand, yeah. right? You, both you and me, I've been in situations where I've had to use mandatory kit in an emergency situation. And you have been on courses where you know exactly why you have to use that kit. And I think you've had to use waterproof trousers at the top of mountains before, haven't you? I've had to use waterproof trousers at the top of mountains, absolutely. Uh, but also, like, when I was in Croatia and I fell over and twisted my ankle, it took me six hours to get off that hill because there was no... Mm-hmm vehicle access the only way they could get me off was helicopter and I wasn't dying enough to need a helicopter mm-hmm. luckily for me it was like 40 degrees in Croatia so I didn't actually need to put on any extra layers but that's not the point 
had you gone had you gone into shock had you banged your head and gone into shock you would have your body temperature would have dropped yeah. you would have needed to put that bivy bag on yeah. you would have needed to put this water through trousers on it doesn't matter how hot it is you don't know you as a runner what is going to happen on that hill yeah. and that's why you need extra calories because if you're in shock you need to eat yeah. that's why you need a whistle and the whistle on your bag will not suffice because it's so. not loud enough i've been in a situation in the rinogs in wales where i've been trying to blow my whistle to get someone's attention on my bag and it does not make the, enough noise. They yeah. can't hear it. You need a proper whistle. And it's like, you're completely right. A lot of race companies will give you the bare minimum because they don't want people, they want people to meet it. Yeah. And it's up to you to up it. So I always carry a first aid kit. I always yeah. carry a whistle. I always carry a bivy. I went up to the peak on Saturday with my one of my clients, the Peak District. It's hardly fucking, you know, Chamonix. But I was like, and there's loads of people up there. But I'm like, if something happens to the dog or to him so i had a bivy i had a whistle i had extra calories I had two liters of water i had a cup so i could fill up from streams you know i had all the stuff that i and i had a jacket it was really hot it was a 28 degree day but i had a windproof jacket and a pair of waterproof trousers yeah not to keep the water off me to keep the wind off me if i was laying there waiting for mountain rescue yeah in a state yeah and even if it's hot to keep the sun off your legs to stop you burning yeah like I just it pisses me off. I'm totally with you on this. Yeah. Did you have incidents like this? Then were there incidents like this in the last couple of weeks where you've had people fucking being knobs? There have been incidents all the time at every race that I've probably ever done where you you do just get like those people that go, oh yeah, no, I didn't bother with that, or no, I didn't bother with that. And like you mentioned there, Ali, you were like, oh, I went up to the peak and there were loads of people there. I'm sorry, every single one of those people is a potential casualty as well that you can help with the stuff mm-hmm. that you've got. Like, it's not all about mm-hmm. you. I'm not saying no. about you. It's not all about you, Ali. Like, no, no. No, but I've given I've given a bivy bag to a man at the whole of Hort- Horkham. <laughs> He'd fallen over. He was an old man. He was waiting for mountain rescue. I gave my bivy bag to him because yeah. I had one because I was just doing a seven-mile loop and he put it on his legs and waited for mountain rescue yeah. with the bivy on. It was like July, but he was yeah. freezing. He was 75 yeah. years old. He didn't have anything else to put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That is why. So my mind obviously is going to my race coming up and like thinking about, right, what's all the mandatory kit? Have I definitely got everything? Because don't do what I did on. So on one of the big bear races, I think it was the uh, rugby to Leamington, like uh, Warwickshire Bear Ultra last year. I was so blasé about the fact that I have, of course I've got everything that's on the mandatory kit because I do these all the time. And then I went to go and pack everything. I was like, shit, where's my foil blanket? Didn't have one. Drove over to Decathlon like 10 minutes before it closed the night before the race. and was like, I need a foil blanket. So getting ahead of the game and making sure that you've got everything on your mandatory kit list in advance and fucking taking mm-hmm. it. Yep. It's not that heavy. It really isn't that heavy. And it's like, how heavy uh, is it? It doesn't. I just well, don't even get me into it. Like, because so it's, until you've been in those situations, you don't fucking know how important it is. I feel like um, people who are new to trail running, maybe, and people who are new new to ultras, might feel like it is heavy in comparison to like n- not carrying anything on road races. Like, absolutely. But if you are going out and doing recce's, you're going out and training runs, and all the rest of it, take your kit with you and practice yeah. with it, and it you, you forget it's there. 100%. Like, it's just part of your run mine is in a dry bag uh, so i've got this amazing set of drawers on my front by my front door i live the life right i've got this beautiful set of drawers and in the drawers there's nine drawers and they will have things in them and uh, i have a, a dry bag and in that dry bag is mantra kit a head torch first yeah. aid kit a whistle a bivy a base layer a pair of walkers trousers right some gloves and a hat. so i just roll it up and it's all rolled up so it's really little so all the air squeeze out but I never need to open it because generally I'm yeah. all right and it just goes in the bag you just chuck it in the bag and every few weeks yeah. give it an open make sure it's not wet make sure the base is not damp and uh, just replenish it it's not that hard yeah. and it's like it's really not you take this stuff out for your dog wouldn't you you take out the poo bags and the water and the ball and the everything you need for your dog take it yeah. to take it out for yourself like yeah. oh man yeah. And also, like I was saying, you know, some races can be a bit light on mandatory kits. So thinking back to when I did ETC last week, so 15K, it started at two o'clock in the afternoon. The cutoff was six hours. So that's eight o'clock. Sunset over there was like half eight because they're an hour ahead. Yeah. So half an hour after cutoff, there was no head torch on mandatory kit. If you got lost or stuck up there for hours... How are you getting down if you haven't got a head torch? I don't know. But also if you're waiting for a uh, air ambulance or a 
someone coming up having a torch bit of flash is really really important yeah. to be able to do a little 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 morse code yeah i took mine of course yeah but because it's in my bag of like grab and go and again like just checking that your batteries are all charged and stuff when you're saying about replenish like making sure that your head torch is fully charged and stuff yeah. but yeah that is my get in the bin you can see i'm quite passionate about it yeah i mean it's looking because it's if you're doing a race and someone dies on the race the race is over for everyone they will stop the race and so it's better to do everything you can to not die and ruin everybody else's race and i think that's one of the other things right it's not about you it's about everyone else if you suffer an emergency as a result of not having the mandatory kit and and the medic has to go to you they can't go to someone else so if you've been billy big bollocks and not taking your waterproof trousers and now you've got slight hypothermia or you're too cold to move whatever then the medic is on you and not on the bloke that's having a heart attack. So think about that. Yeah. You want to avoid yeah. at all costs being a medical emergency. So that's why think about other people if you can't think about yourself. Yeah. Lecture over. Over. Sorry, we got a little bit ranty and a little bit angry there. So let's bring back some fun. Bring it all back to you. <laughs> Ali, you mentioned you had a DM about use by dates. Or use by dates. Use bad. You've started a bit of a cult, a bit of a use by date cult going on. I'm going to have I'm going to have a little meetup group for those affected by um, use by dates of their birthday. Because I don't know what I'm going to do for another year. However, oh my god, last night, last night we had some um, breadsticks that were left over from a barbecue, and they are delicious. They're from Lidl, and I said so. Neil absolutely loves them as well, and I was like, I need to go back to Lidl and buy some, and we can just keep them in the cupboard for Christmas. And he was like, Oh, what's the use by date? And I was like, Oh my god, imagine it's your birthday. Oh my god, imagine. It was so funny. We did laugh, didn't we? Guys, where are all my friends gone? <laughs> it wasn't his birthday. It was actually March. So we are going to go and buy some and keep them for Christmas. Mm. Thanks for that information. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm going to buy for Christmas? For my Christmas dinner? Oh. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. You play that music, that piano music now. I'm going to be in a hovel in Cornwall alone with my dog. Looking oh, out the window. With one... It won't be a hovel. It'll be a nice Airbnb. One tear. Yeah. One tear dripping down my face okay ready for this it's a it's a voice note oh yes go on then okay i'm just catching up on the podcast so i'm listening to binges now and okay i don't do the birthday thing with the food but since i was a horrible little edgy teenager uh buying stuff from the supermarket and me baggy trousers listening to marilyn manson on a walkman if there's food that has a sell-by date that could be the 13th i'll buy it when I was a horrible little edgy teenager, I kind of was like, yeah, number 13, yeah, lucky for me. Uh, and I, that's a terrifically embarrassing thing that I still kind of subconsciously do to this day. I am almost 40 years old. Right. <laughs> any, no, any, food, no, I have thought. any food that goes up on the 13th, Ian will buy, Ian Buckley buy, he'll buy it. What if he doesn't like that food? It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. He's a hoarder. His house is just full of food that goes off on the 30. And what he does, it's almost like intermittent fasting. He eats and eats and eats and and stops. And for the rest of the month, he won't eat till about like, I don't know, the 6th or 7th of the month when he'll go back to the supermarket. He'll buy everything that goes off on the 13th and eat and eat and eat. I suppose if you get really good at that, you can start getting canned goods, can't you? Like canned goods that will last a long time. Planning, yeah, planning in advance. Planning in advance. Wow. Um... Still does it so i'm i'm offended slightly by that because he's like of course i don't do it about my birthday (laughs) but i just buy everything that's got the 13th on it i'm not a bozo but i'm obsessed with the number 30 brilliant also brilliant he did mention that he was a marilyn manson fan there just thought i'd bring up at one point in Mm -hmm. my career it was my job to open marilyn manson's fan mail that was sent to the uk office and some wow yeah, yeah yeah wow uh, and I think probably the best thing that I got sent was a piercing from the end of someone's penis with a bit of their foreskin still attached to it. Nice. And it was in a little bag. And it was like, oh, dear God. Marilyn Manson, dear Brian, I've enclosed a, the tip of my penis and the piercing for you or something like that. And oh, I was holding it up and it was just a little baggy. And I just thought, do I send that to Brian or do I just put it in the bin? <laughs> I think I put it in the bin, Ian. Sorry. Oh, my God. I put that in the bin. <laughs> 
My God. Right. Things just got weird. A lot of pubic hair from Marilyn Manson and a lot of stuff covered in blood. Not very good. That was pre-COVID. Oh. Don't think people do it anymore. So, no, yeah. Do- Playlist. Who wants to add some Marilyn Manson? Let's not put Marilyn Manson on there. Marilyn Manson is in the middle of a bit of a Me Too situation as well. So, Marilyn Manson. Okay. Marilyn no. Manson. No. Mance, no. Mance, no. Dakota by Stereophonics has been getting a lot of love this week. I've added it to the playlist. Yeah. Yeah. What other people into Dakota? Yeah. I don't like Stereophonics. Excuse me? I find Kelly Jones's voice highly irritating. Excuse me? Windim Hoffy, the Stereophonics. I don't like Stereophonics. They're Welsh. You're Welsh. Why wouldn't you like them? I'm not Welsh. I just like to make it clear to everybody Basically that I'm not Welsh. Welsh. Uh, I just don't like Kelly Jones's voice annoys me. It's a bit, but Dakota is probably is definitely the best stereophonic song. So Pink sure. Cherry Pie Pie, aka Jane Robinson, was doing an Autumn One Hundred recce. I think she was. She's one of my clients. Ah, and yeah, she uh, she asked for Dakota, so we reshared it. How did she ask for it? I hear you ask. She was going for a run. She did a little video. She put the song on it and she tagged us in it, and then we shared it. And people replied. Simon says, approved. Someone else said, yes, banger. Um, and Hayley Jane Gardner also said, approve. So, approved. yeah. It, it is going on the playlist. Well, it's on the playlist. I've done it. I've, I'm that efficient. I've done it. Good. Also, I would like to say a big fat thank you very much to Sam Carter. So, Sam Carter is an absolute legend. She has found the great, the five greatest hits megamix, Jewels mm. and Stone remix, but it's the five megamix on Spotify. And so that has gone fast track on the playlist. Thank you, Sam. That should fast track up to be the first song on the playlist. First song on the playlist. I think it should be the first song on the playlist. Yeah. Did I tell you what the first song that came on on the playlist when I went and did a ETC was? No. It was the Gummy Bears theme tune, so I was just bopping along in the woods to the Gummy, gummy Bears. Dancing here and there and everywhere. Do you want to know something bad that happened to me this week? Actually, oh. well, it's not even a grim. I was at the gym, uh, being a gym bro. Uh, there was another incident with the Tasty Nugget at the gym as well, which ended up with me actually being in tears in my car because I'm just like, I'm never going to meet a man because I can't. I just can't speak to anybody. It was awful. It was really sad. Like there was this guy in the gym. He was just absolutely, he liked Jason Momoa. And then he was in the, then he was in the swimming pool. Then he came, was in the steam room and I just had to leave the gym. Cause I was like, I just can't. I just, he's just too attractive. I can't even look at him. Then I got in my car and cried. Oh, wow. Then I came home. Anyway, while I was in the gym, I was deadlifting. Right. And it was like a, um, PB deadlift for me. It was like 75 yeah. kilograms. I'm absolutely wow. thrilled to meatballs here. Right. If that's like my yeah. body weight plus some. And as I go to lift it, I'm listening to the, <laughs> I'm listening to the playlist, and uh, and the song stops. I'm like, that's not ideal. Hopefully, it'll be something like rudimental or like you know, like Danny Bird, like Selector or something. It was the sound of long farts. Of course, it fucking was that song, man. Jesus, yeah, I lifted the bar, but went <laughs> like it wasn't the epic like you know, booming, like, sounds to me, like, we didn't start no. the fire, like, whatever no. I wanted. It was... Love that one. And obviously, I was like, I've got to do three reps of this. I'm not going to stop. So I had to listen to it for about 30 seconds. No. Yeah. I'm thinking of taking it off. Shall we just take it off? Shall we do a poll? Yeah, I think... No. Let's just take it off. It's, I mean, it's our playlist. It's our playlist. So let's just take it off. Let's just take it off. Let's just take it off. I'm going to take the sound of long farts off because it's not working for me. And if there is a situation which is highly likely where I'm running the Lakeland 100 and I'm in an, 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 an Alan Barry situation where I'm winning, I could be winning. Andy Barry. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like at the end and I'm like, ah, oh, the last push. Uh, and then. And that comes on. Comes on. I can see a problem. So it's been fun. It's been funny. Yeah. But. It's coming. It's coming off. off. It's coming off the playlist. Excellent. I also had a thought about Chasey Lane. One more thought about Chasey Lane. Oh, what? It's staying. Yeah, it's staying. Because yesterday when I was gardening, I was like, actually, there was someone on the internet made a really good point about the ballad of Chasey Lane. 
Okay. Right? Because Tracy Lay, her job is to be a porn star, right? right? And by all accounts, she quite enjoys her job. Yeah. So this song, when he's singing about Tracy Lay yeah. and about what he'd like to do to Tracy Lane, and when he says, you've had a lot of, but you ain't had mine. Yeah. He's talking about her job. Yeah. So if Tracy Lane was like a car salesman, he'd be like, you've sold a lot of cars, but you haven't sold mine. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, Tracy, do you want to sell my car? So when you look at it from that angle, it's actually okay. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. Suck me up. Dear Tracy Lane, I'd like you to sell my car. You sold a lot of cars, you sold a lot of cars, you had a lot of cars, you had a lot of cars, you sold a lot of cars, Tracy, but you ain't sold mine. It would be better. She's a car salesman. a car salesman. Mum and dad, this is Tracy. Tracy, this is my mum and dad. Now show them those cars. <laughs> it's much less offensive if she was a car salesman. There's so much, so much not happening. You're right there. Oh dear, I think I've upset Anna. Oh my god, that's so. So funny. it can stay. That is so funny. Okay, good. Yeah, well, yeah, we knew it was staying. Yeah, right? yeah. I was going through some DMs on the old Instagram, and I can't remember whom it was. I'm really sorry, but somebody messaged us and asked us to put fuck ups by the Holloways on the playlist so I was like oh I'm not I'm not um aware of that song so I listened to it and it's good but it also reminded me that of the song generator by the Holloways and get a generator what a chew so put that on as well be a generator how can I remember every word to that song but I can't remember my French GCSE or my Welsh, which I'm learning at the moment. I know. I can't remember it. it. There is something, I think there is something scientific about words in songs and remembering them. Because like some, when songs come on from like 15 years ago and I remember every single bit, even the rap sections, I'm like, what, what, how, what? I really wish I was able to remember all of a rap for one song. I can't remember all of the rap for any one song. But sometimes, can you? Yeah. It's really embarrassing. Is it, is, is it Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby? No. Is it Informer by Snow? No. More modern. Is it Five? No, it's Dizzy Rascal Holiday. <laughs> I put that on the playlist as well. It's a really good song. Huh? Why can you remember all those words? Because I listened to it so many times. And sometimes, well, yeah, I guess you just remember it. Get your I think we should do. And your bikini, need a holiday, come see me. I know you're tired of the same old scenery and I couldn't change it all so easily. Don't worry about a thing, girl, take a chance. I'll take you to the south of France. <laughs> Did you win an Ivan Ivanhoe for that? That's amazing, lyricism. I'm sure that, that's the one that's you like... Need a, you need a holiday, come see me. Is he a travel agent? Come see me. Yeah, get your passport and your bikini. <laughs> Does he work for booking.com? Tui. <laughs> Tui. Wow. Love it. And also, the other thing I was thinking the other day is there's not many um, modern songs on this playlist, is there? There's not, people aren't like, oh, I had this great new song on Radio 1. No. And you know what? I've had this discussion many a time recently because there are no good bangers being released. Nothing is good. That is true. Honestly. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. I've actually switched. I've done a switcheroo back to Six Music from Radio yeah. 2. So in the house, now I'm listening to Six Music because I feel like I'm old and I'm irrelevant. <laughs> so I'm like, Six Music will get me on the back on the edge. And everything I heard yesterday, having it's listened to the whole day, was yeah, old. Because they it don't... It was like, oh, this is a tune. It's old. This is a tune. Old. It's old. They don't make oh, no, music no, 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 no. like they used to make it. Oh, they don't make it like they used to. I'm so old. Um, But it's so true. Like, there was um I was listening to maybe Absolute or something and they played a new uh Royal Blood song and I was like well that's average. I know Royal of the Road have gone a bit average. Yeah, Royal, since Royal Blood got famous, they've gone all weird. Yeah, not average. not into that anymore. Average. It was better when it's just two of them making a big noise. I've been to some great parties with Royal Blood. I'm just saying. Have you? The drummer Benji is one of the funniest people I have ever met oh. i once went into las vegas with him at glastonbury and i don't remember what happened but i do remember having a very good time <laughs> um so playlist maybe if people could come up with some good new stuff but i don't think they will be able to challenge 
Uh, and also, please send us those videos with the songs on because we really, 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 really like them. They put it into put it into context. They do. Yeah. Um. Hey, should we do some correspondence corner? Correspondence corner. Yes. Okay. Just before we start correspondence corner, I do have one question that's been left hanging over the last couple of episodes. Uh, I've written down, Ali mentioned Park Run Dad. That, actually be, that, that will be my grim for next week. We'll talk about Park Run Dad next week. I absolutely promise you we'll talk about Park Run Dad next week. Okay. I've already got a document ready to go for episode 17, so I'm going to write that as your grim Beautiful. now. Beautiful. I haven't been to Park Run for a long time because of the dog, because they banned the dog. Well, they didn't ban the dog, but they said <laughs> put her on a lead. Do you want to put 25 kilogram of Bulgarian Rescue Dog at the end of a lead you're holding in your hand? Because you'll end up with a dislocated no, shoulder. No, not really, because you'll... I can't exactly. go anymore. I, can't, yeah. I don't want to go. So this is from a while ago, but it's a thing that happens, and I'll talk about it next week. Okay, fine. Uh, correspondence Corner. We've had a very late... to the, No, not very late, but like last minute submission. So I was just... Um, I was just on my document there, and uh, on our emails, it popped up with like, oh, you've got one new email. I was like, what? And it's a story. So I actually haven't read this all the way through. Uh-oh. The title is Fart or Shart. Fart or Shart. I love yeah. it. So it's going straight in. So hold on to your hats, guys. This could be anything. I have not read it in advance. Something happened to me, and I ended up going out with Jason Momoa from the gym and having twins. Yeah. I'd call them Fart yeah. and Shart. Fart Momoa and Shart Momoa. Shark with her. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm not sure whether I can name this person because I've got no idea what this is going to say. So I'm just going to read it and then I'll decide at the end. Okay. Hi, Anna and Ali. I love listening to the podcast and I've been telling my friends about how you don't have to be a runner to find it entertaining. Thanks, mate. I completed my first ultra on Saturday. Amazing. Oh, at the Grand, the incredible Grand Tour of Skiddor. The incredible Grand Tour of Skiddor. Entries open on the First of October. October. I will be reminding everybody about that because we are going to have a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go then. So, yeah, so she just completed her first ultra on Saturday at the incredible Grand Tour of Skiddle. So I feel like I'm finally part of the community. Mate, I haven't done the Grand Tour of Skiddle. I'm not part of the community then. You are part of the community because you're building up to the Grand Tour of Skiddle. Everyone is part of the community. Yeah. Right. Having never done more than 23 miles, I initially had no idea what to expect. But after a couple of months of listening to your podcast and talking to friends, I felt prepared. Ah, that's nice. Hopefully you had your mandatory kit. My mind had accepted that a DNF isn't a tragedy. Tragedy. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I was prepared with food, salt sticks and lube. Oh, it's having a party on the hill to me. Brilliant. I had only one worry that has been fueled by the podcast. Who? Mm. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Sorry. Knowing that I would be out for hours putting my body through something new, I was worried my already dodgy bowels would rebel and I'd be a trumpeting queen at the side of the trail. 32 miles in, my guts grumbled. Oh, that's she's quite 32 miles in is good though. You come off the hill then. You're off the hill. I tried on as I was on a road section and I didn't want to be caught bare cheeked by a farmer on a quad. <laughs> oh, we've all been there. A mile later, it grumbled louder. Oh, you have to respect the grumble, mate. I call this, I call this the brown caterpillar, right? So yeah. if the brown, the brown caterpillar rat-a-tat-tats at the door and you have to hide, you hide under the window. Because if the brown caterpillar looks through the window and sees you, hello, anybody home? The minute you acknowledge the brown caterpillar, you're going to have to get rid of him. Okay? That's what's going on here. There's a rumble in the jungle and the brown caterpillar is appearing. Okay. Do not look him in the eye. Well, she's already looked to find out what happens next. Yeah. Quote, I think it's just wind. I'll be okay. But what if it isn't? This is new to me. I thought to myself. This should be turned into a kid's book. Five minutes of deliberation of what to do while still in the open with growing pain. I decided, sod it. I will play the game of fart or shard. You are brave. I won. I won. All fart, no shards. I was definitely overthinking it based on the amount of poo stories I've heard. So my question is, is this a regular game that ultra runners play? Oh. Has anyone ever lost? Yes. Sorry, I can't contribute to the actual poo stories. No doubt my time will come. She's also given she us a few now. playlist suggestions, which we'll go into. Um, I've played Fart or Sharp before and won. I don't remember losing yet. 
Yeah, because you don't know why you don't want to lose it, because you've blocked it out. I know. Like childbirth, like the pain of childbirth is awful. I will never play that game. And I don't think it's because I've lost it, uh, but I'd rather just find a, a comfortable hole in the ground and just go and just see if it's going to come yeah. out or not. I have gone and, and dug my little hole and squatted down just a farts come out, mm. and I'm like, yes, but... I would not. I just. I just can't. I, I just can't do it. You, what you've got to do cool. is weigh it up because if you think about it, if you lose that game, you now have shit in your shorts or your pants. leggings or pants and whatever, and you're going to have to go somewhere with other people to like sort that out. And actually, chances are, if you haven't got spare kit and stuff, like ugh, I have just remembered. I've just remembered what my grim is. Oh, so I'll do that at the end of the podcast, <laughs> right? Now, listen, right, like. I always I have what what I call a shit kit at the top of my bag at all times. It's a little it's an IKEA C2 bag, sex lube, wet wipes, dog poo bags, and toilet paper. It's always at the top of my bag. So if I go behind a wall, I can really sort myself out. And I think honestly, to to run that my grim is I got chafage between my bum cracks and skidore. It's from because I had to do a little poo in the bush and I had a cheese sandwich. And uh, I, that was a mistake. And I wiped it all and everything, but it was really hot. It was really warm. Ooh. And I didn't lube it properly. And so okay. it chafed. And then I bepamptened it and forgot about it. And then yesterday, sorry, everybody, this is absolutely vile. Yesterday, I was like, my bum's really itchy. Was it flaking off? Was your chafe flaking? Like a flapjack, like a pooey flapjack. Like it wasn't because my bum's though. clean. Yeah, yeah. Like Scab. a bum cheek flapjack. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my actual God. Yep. It's like peeling off. Yep. And my bum's like, new skin, mummy. And I'm like, great. But it's gross. Yep. I'm 42. What is that? Flapjack crack. Flapjack crack. That's what it is. Flapjack crack. And so let that be a lesson to you, people. This person, this newbie, this rookie, oh. right? They have been lucky. They have. Very bold. Very bold. Very, very bold move. But, but if it had gone the other way, she would have ended up with a problem. Or a DNF. Imagine DNFing because you didn't trust, because you trusted a fart after mile 32. What would you say? Would you call mountain risk? No. Would you say you need to bring, you need to bring things, you need to bring an adult? You'd have to waddle to the next available place to like sort out. The bum. That's why you take mandatory kit, put your waterproof trousers on, whip your shorts off, put them in a dry bag. Put your waterproof trousers on, off you go. I literally, like when on, on Skidor, actually, hey guys, I know I'm a kind of a big deal. There's a man making a doc, doco about me and he was filming at the Grand Tour of Skidor. Uh, there was a, and we'd met some new friends. There was a gate and he was filming. And as we trotted off, this new friend of mine said, oh, my bum's really sore, <laughs> a lady friend. And I was like, hey, would you like some sex loop? And she was like, sure. So we stood in the middle of this field and she just pulled her, her trousers down and she put all the sex on her hands and just whacked it on a bum crack. And then I looked over at the man doing the doco and he was filming. Hey. Brilliant. So Brilliant. always have it on you. Always. Yeah. And be careful, everybody. Always. So have we got a question for the listeners here about sharting? Is there a question? Well, yeah. The question is, is this... A regular game that ultra runners play, and has anybody ever? What lost? is that um, horror film that starts with "Want to play a game"? Saw, right. saw. Let's make a video of it. S O R E R E. Can can somebody make the saw film poster to say saw but instead of the clown? Can you just put a bottom? Yes. Um, yeah. Underneath is a tagline. Can you write? Shot or fart, <laughs> or whatever the tagline for Saw is. I think it's want to play a game. Yeah, that's what this is. This is that. It's that bad. If you've not seen Saw, watch it, and then you and then Ooh. put into put it into context of sharting or non sharting because it's not cool. It's just not cool. But whoever that is, well done. I feel like Yoda, but your time will come. That I... sort of behaviour is, I mean, at best, it's like. Rookie. At yeah. worst, it's just fucking dangerous. The tagline, one of the taglines for the film saw is make your choice. <laughs> Fart or shart, make your choice. Brilliant. I've got one more, one more little poo story for you. Right. 
Why not? Why Go not? On, I didn't intend... As Pickle says, when in Rome. Pickle says, <laughs> when in Rome, about everything. Has she been to Rome? No. She doesn't know what it means. I didn't intend for this podcast to descend into quite so much poo, because obviously I only just saw that last story and just, like, bobbed it straight in. Um, but I did know that this one was happening. This has been sent in via DM on Instagram by Rebel, who is running the Seven Valleys Ultra as well. She's doing the same race as me. Great. So, hey, Ali and Anna, I have a great poo story for is you. Is there such a thing? Wait till you hear it. This has got everything. Okay. I was in the Brecon Beacons a couple of weeks ago and had been caught out by a third poo on the run. Rebel's been doing some serious mileage, by the way. There was a man walking, so I ran past him and carried on for another 10 minutes till he was far away. I was in big open moorland where you can see for miles around and there was very little to squat behind, but I felt comfortable that he was gone. You probably know that sort of terrain, Ali, yes, quite well. There's no, there is nowhere, nowhere to, to go. Nowhere to go. I squatted and pooed and also discovered that my period had started. Oh, yes! Fuck's sake. Literally the cherry on top. Lovely. Oh, yeah, literally. Uh, I'm usually well prepared, but by now I was on my third poo and was down to my last small bit of tissue. So using the last two squares, I did some careful origami. (laughs) I looked over my shoulder and it was safe. So I stood up, pulled up my pants and then my shorts. I got everything in place. And then I saw the two military men in full camouflage right in front of me. That's amazing. Please say it was Jason Fox from SAS. Who does win? You see that camouflage was working well. I had literally done everything in front of them. They avoided eye contact. I avoided eye contact. I ran away. This is so good. Because that's where they do all of the military training, isn't it? On the Brecon Beacon. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's one of the most hostile environments in the UK, especially when there's a woman shitting and having a period in front of you. When you enter the military, they do this thing called uh, heat training, hostile environment awareness yeah. training, right? That's where they put the bag on your head. I've done it. I did it when I worked for Rat Race. It was fucking awesome. I'm pretty sure that this is now going to become part of hostile environment training. Oh, my God. I mean, if the origami wasn't enough, the two men in they were they were, they were probably looking at it like, "What's she doing? She's fashioning some sort of uh, like tampon out of pieces of toilet paper, oh, sanitary pad." They probably do you know what the army men would have had like a full bleed kit on them. You should have just asked them if they, had, if they could give you one of their pads. Uh, yeah, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, were they just laying there? I want to know how. I know a little bit more rebel. Were they like laying there? Did they have like the gorse on their heads? Were they completely camouflaged? Were they totally still? I'm surprised they didn't start laughing, but then I guess with hostile environment training, you don't start laughing because if you do, they shoot you in the head. Yeah. So I guess they sort of knew. I'm fascinated. This is great. I love it. What a story. We need more. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Please do all keep your stories coming in. You can send them by uh, Instagram DM. You can email us ultrasoundsystempod at gmail.com. Or you can send us a little voicey notey on Instagram DM. We do love a voicey notey. And you can do that by just pressing record in the DMs. Go. Two public service announcements before we leave. Yes. Number one, on the 1st of November, we are going to be at Daventry Country Park with Big Bear Events doing the Rabbit Challenge. You can enter at the Big Bear Events website, which is bigbearevents.net. Enter and put in the code SACK OF TURDS. You'll get 10% off of already very cheap race. It's a six hour race. Laps, laps, laps. As many as you want, or as few as you want. And please come because we're all going to be there. The whole of the ultrasound system is going to be there and it's going to be a really good day out. And the more people, I keep bumping into people, they're like, oh, I'll see you at the rabbit challenge. And I'm like, what? So many people yeah. are coming. Yeah. And it's fancy dress. You've got a dress, yeah. get, you've got a dress. The code is get in the bin. So whatever you want to put in the bin. Number two. Last week, yeah. I talked about Dean Cox. Yeah. Dean Cox is our little newbie runner. I've contacted our project. Our project. Project, project Cox, right? And um, I have contacted Dean. And Dean is thrilled, thrilled to be our pet. To our be pet our project. Yeah, so, our podcast pet. Our podcast pet. So I'm going to email Dean this week. And I'm going to set up yeah. a quick Zoom with What's going to happen is I'm going to do a little training plan for him and I'm going to get Anna to do a little strength and conditioning plan for him, right? Yeah. And we're going to see how he gets on when he goes and does his London to Brighton next year. And I'm going to yeah. get him every now and again to give us, drop us a little voice note about his training, like maybe every 
like once a month so it doesn't get too yeah. like dean heavy it's not the bloody dean show <laughs> and we will keep tabs on how it's going because he's a real newbie to this so i think this will be really interesting to other people i'll get him to do yeah. little updates to put on instagram as well so we Love can do little stories on instagram and we can see how he's going so that's good news we've got a pet and it's going to be great and his name Yay. is dean and he is great we love perfect him. that's brilliant um what are you up to this week mate Okay, this week is a little bit of a uh, weird one because I forgot I've got a 60-mile race, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after, the first half horse oh. race, right? Oh. So that's my last long run before the Autumn 100. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to be knackered going into it, so I'm doing good girl. And then I think I'm doing a 20-miler on Sunday at race pace, so like at Autumn 100 race pace. So I'm going to the canal without the dog. Mm. Yeah. Mm. To try and get myself doing 20 miles in four hours. Um, yeah. And... Uh, and just do doodling about basically that's what i'm doing and trying not to exhaust myself are nice. you back on training block of joy or are you sn- on training snot of joy uh today i'll be on training snot of joy so i will not be doing the session that i was supposed to do today i'm going to maybe go for a little trot like a short easy one maybe tomorrow but on thursday uh it is the big bear otter challenge at kingsbury water park so i'm going to go there after i finish work because it's like a it's one of their six hour events but i finish work and won't get there till like 12 so then i'll just do like three hours of trotting around and getting some mileage and seeing how i feel then and then like a longer run at the weekend and then back on proper training block of joy next that's gonna be warm it's gonna be a warm one well yeah exactly so i just thought well if i just trot around then you've got an aid station every three and a bit miles easy peasy it's going to be warm, but I'm sure you'll have an utterly good time. Oh, wow. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>